0: What is going on, my friends? Good morning. This is Dave Sharp. I'm going to be piloting this airplane today, and I want to welcome all of you to Wake Up Legendary. If you're brand new here, we do this show five days a week. Five days a week. That's roughly 20 episodes per month, and each and every day, pretty much, we have a client or student uh, or an affiliate of ours who is Uh, taking our training and our platform and getting results and crushing it. And these interviews are completely and totally unscripted, unplanned. As a matter of fact, I just logged on about 30 seconds ago, said hello to Jacob and asked Matt, our CMO, if we were ready to go live. And so with that being said, let's welcome my man, Jacob, to the show. What's going on, brother?
1: All right. Thank you for having me. This is awesome.
0: Were any lies detected in what I just said from your side? Um,
1: no, pretty much sounded like straight facts from what I heard.
0: Yeah. I logged on about 30 seconds. I'm literally, you could come on here, you could come on here literally and just bomb the hell out of us. And I would be totally unprepared for that. And, and quite frankly, I would let you bomb away. Honestly, I wouldn't like kick you out or boot you off because, um, that's just how I think that businesses should run. Their business these days, I think that being transparent and being uh, having real conversations with clients and and uh, uh, is is kind of the way to do business in twenty twenty one i don 't have a intuition that you 're going to bomb us this morning as a matter of fact, I think we're going to talk about a lot of cool stuff. But um, what's your thought on, Jacob, the idea of us doing these shows, of us having these conversations in just such an authentic way and just kind of doing business in that way versus, you know, maybe some of the older ways, uh, more traditional ways to where you put on that kind of suit and tie and that smile and told people what they wanted to hear?
1: Um. Well, the, the authenticity, the transparency of live streams like totally resonates with me. Um, my my affiliate marketing business right now almost runs entirely on live streams um, like I'm wow. promoting on TikTok and I do live streams every day, um, pretty much six days a week. Right now, I go for two hours a day, usually sometimes closer to three hours um, like my TikTok strategy is almost exclusively on um like it relies on the live streams i only post one video a day on TikTok, but then i just stream every day and i don't have any script uh. i don't have any um like plan i have like a few pages on my computer i go over like just basic um like affiliate marketing stuff like my funnels um just like graphics to teach people the basics Um, yeah give them
0: visuals and use visuals throughout when you're talking yeah
1: but it's just a, it's just a raw, authentic, like transparent stream. I get yeah. on every day and just field questions, tell people like, everything they want to know. I don't hold anything back, and like you know, I'm not in a suit and tie. I've been wearing the shirt for like two days now. If
0: you sum it, <laughs> right, right, right. I love, I love on the internet that you know viewers can't smell us, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So, you know, with that transparency, just like that authenticity, like I show people, like I'm in my living room right now. Like I'm not in a studio, like I've yeah. got basic equipment, like streaming on a phone, like anybody has, like I always like to drive home that point. Like anybody can do this. You don't need any special technology. You just need to sit down and learn the skills.
0: Yeah, dude. I had no idea when I, when I, Just said talked about what I said, you know, with the kind of the the live streaming and the and the just what we do here every day that that you do that, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard for me to keep up with what everybody's doing. And sometimes I'm getting to know the guests like in, in real time, like right along with everybody else. Cause our team, you know, tees up these interviews and stuff. And then I kind of just kind of show up about 30 seconds ahead of time. And I'm like, ready to rock. You know, <laughs> and I'm kind of like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of like getting to know people like on the fly. Right. Uh, which kind of gives it a a more of, I think it's honestly better that way. But um, I had no idea that you did that much live streaming. And that was such a foundational piece of your business. Like what a, mm-hmm. what a, what a, what a kind of weird, um, what do they call that a coincidence? Um, so wow, your, your business is that heavily about live streaming and that's really driving the majority of your results. So when did you discover that? I mean, when did you do your first live stream and how long have you been doing affiliate marketing just in the first place? I know you were doing drop shipping before this.
1: Um, yeah, so I I tried drop shipping. I did it for like a few months. I was dabbling, um, Kind of like the end of 2019 into 2020, um, I did see like I never made any real money with it. I had sales coming in, like I was able to see results, Um, but it was actually right when the coronavirus hit. So like the whole supply chain with China was like completely gone. Um, Mm. So I kind of just pushed that aside, and then I lost my job at that point um, because I was working. What were you doing? um, Serving, bartending, restaurants, um, which was funding like obviously funding my online. Uh, businesses so I had to kind of pull back because I didn't know where money was going to come from Um, but luckily the pandemic assistance like kicked in and I was fine Um, so I started looking into more online businesses um, and I I found affiliate marketing it seemed like a great business model Um, yeah so I tried like the blogging style and then I tried the more direct response model with like the funnels and the email marketing and I was when I started, this was before I found Legendary Marketer, I was yeah. just learning from YouTube and I got the basics down. I was kind of running solo ads, like just paying people with email lists to send their traffic to my funnel. And I, I did that, I spent like $300 on ads and I think I made one sale, like one $30 sale. And then I saw, I saw people on TikTok making like crazy money or at least like claiming to make crazy money um, with like high ticket affiliate marketing. And then I went through legendary marketer training and I learned like how you can promote like high ticket products with basically the same strategy that you would promote low ticket products, but for much higher commissions. Um, So once I found that you could do that, um, I've just been with that ever since. And that was in December. Um, So I went through legendary marketer training in December and I actually struggled for a few months to really see any good results. Um, I think it was like three months in when I actually started to see profit. Um, but like I tell people, my first month I made $2 in commissions. Like I, I think I made two lucky commissions Um, and I wasn't streaming at that point. I saw people streaming and I knew it was like the way to go. I saw, I noticed that the people streaming consistently were making like they were the people on the top of the leaderboard consistently. So I knew that was the way to go. But I was honestly, I had so much anxiety, like getting on a live stream. I had anxiety getting on TikTok in general, like just putting myself out there because I really don't use social media. I'm like not actively on the Internet. Yeah, Um, I've always all the things I've done online were like behind the scenes kind of stuff, like drop shipping. You don't show your face. Um, So when I started putting myself out there, like this was way out of my comfort zone And the live stream was just like another step out of my comfort zone. So I avoided it for months. And then it was honestly just like maybe a month and a half ago, I just really like had a talk with myself. And I was like, Jacob, if you want to make this work, you got to get on the stream. You got to do what's like, it's obviously what's working. Um, Like you look at the legendary leaderboard. I always tell beginners when they want to start getting into I'm like promoting legendary, like, look at the leaderboard, look at what people are doing. Like, obviously that's, what's working, Um, you know, that's, so I finally just like took myself and shook myself and said, you gotta do it. You gotta go streaming every day. So that's what I do now. I stream every day. I like force myself to do it and it gets easier as you go, but that's really the only way to make it easier is to just kind of throw yourself in the pool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's hard to kind of track what everybody's doing in our community because, you know, you can't particularly see a leaderboard for people who have health offers or or mm-hmm. jujitsu offers or self-defense offers yeah. or weight loss offers. Like but yeah, you're right. You can you can you can see, you know, our affiliate uh, you know, leaderboard and and most people are doing live streams kent says what do you stream about kent we'll we'll ask jacob about that here in a second but the first thing i want to talk about or ask you you mentioned the anxiety you mentioned and i think that you know there's always this there's there's this kind of there's this there's this trend to where these 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 gurus and wannabe gurus and goblins who want to be people's uh they they want to be their uh they want to be their guru so bad there's some guys out here who so badly want to be gurus and goblins it's hilarious but they want to they want to tell people you know um oh well i'll teach you how to make money without showing your face and i'll make it so easy for you and all this kind of stuff you know kind of enticing people in with this sort of oh we can just we can just show you how to do it you know without without you being uncomfortable at all And that's, that's cool in one respect, but, but I also think from my perspective, the people who have turned marketing and online marketing into a full-time career, not just something to where they make a couple of bucks here or a couple of bucks there from some silly little gimmick that they're doing, they're building real brands. They're building, they're pushing themselves out of their comfort zone. They're doing exactly what you just said. So I'd like you to talk a little bit about, if you would say a little bit more about pushing through that anxiety, particularly as somebody who came from the restaurant industry and who was a server and who wasn't even on the Internet and who didn't even post before. I mean, this is so many people's story. This is so many people's situation. And then some wannabe guru or goblin comes along and says, oh, come here and I'm going to show you how to do make money without being uncomfortable. You pushed yourself through the uncomfortability and now you're really, really doing so much better and and getting much better results. I just like you to say a little bit more about what that process was like. Maybe we can inspire people and let people know why it's important to kind of push through some of the uncomfortability and not just go for. The, the easy way out gimmicks and so forth where they're never gonna be uncomfortable. And you see I'm quoting never gonna be uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, I think like what you're getting at with never being uncomfortable is you could take the easy way out today and like not step out of your comfort zone, but then you're gonna be uncomfortable for probably the rest of your life stuck in some job you don't like. And that's really like what's driven me to push myself out of my comfort zone um, cause you know, I like working in restaurants. I'm not doing that right now since the pandemic hit, I've been actually doing remote jobs, um, like just random, like call center jobs, but I don't like working 40 hours a week. Like as much as I like working like with people in like restaurants, I don't like doing it 40 hours a week, which you really have to do to make any real money. Um, so like that to me is un- uncomfortable, like having that lifestyle. And so you take the other side of it, like putting myself out here on the internet being this like public figure. This also makes me uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, like I'd rather do this. I'd rather push myself into this uncomfortable zone to give myself a better life. So you kind of have to take, you know, there's going to be uncomfortable aspects of both sides of it, but one of them has a better payout. One of them is going to, you know, reward you so much more. You could stay in your comfort zone today and be uncomfortable with a life you have for like your whole life or you could be uncomfortable for a few months like I was and now I'm now I'm comfortable on a live stream like I'm still honestly I'm a little nervous to be on this one with like a bigger audience but as far as my TikTok streams like I usually average like 10 to 20 people um and like it's a lot of the same people over and over again so I see familiar faces right it's hard at first but it gets more comfortable as time goes on and now my life is already just drastically improved because I've been able to make enough uh, money online to quit my job. So I just took out that uncomfortable part of my life. And now <laughs> yeah. what used to be um, uncomfortable, like being on live stream is now like, it's like second nature to me. And like, right. like, you just hopped on, like I saw you hop on here, like with like no preparation, it looks like, like that's how I do my live streams with TikTok. I just like to turn the camera on and like, I'm setting things up, like I'm not even
0: prepared. <laughs> right
1: figure it out as a go
0: yeah 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 Uh, dude i'm i'm it's hilarious man because i actually the more sometimes i prepare the more nervous i get because of the preparation anxiety you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. trying to make everything perfect whereas if i don't prepare i just i just I, I move right into this flow state and I'm completely external, completely present with people. I'm not worried about slides or notes or anything. And I'm not saying those things are not important because I have found if I'm going to do an actual presentation or a sales presentation, or if I'm going to speak in, in front of a live audience, it's helpful to have slides, props, a plan. But even then, I I, I like to, I, I, a lot of times I'll deviate from that. And I'll go over into wherever kind of my head and heart takes me based on what I, what's going on in real life. Like not just what Mm -hmm. I planned on doing, but what is actually coming up for the person that I'm talking to or what is coming up with a live audience. And I think giving yourself permission to do that and then, and then allowing yourself to find your flow state is a magical place that i try to be in as often as possible Can, what comes up for you as i say that
1: um like when you say like flow state i definitely uh, that definitely resonates with me like i don't think I'm, I'm there right now but when i'm streaming like on tiktok <laughs> like i do it six days a week so i'm not constantly in the flow state but i know exactly what you mean when you say that like you just get in your zone and like I, i'm on the stream i got my phone in my hand I got my computer I'm showing off like this like I have like um just visuals to kind of not a full structured presentation but just kind of my general like business and I just I'm like in the zone just rolling through everything you know showing everything so perfectly and I'm getting like great feedback from the people in the stream telling me like thank you this is what I've been looking for like this is the best like this is exactly what I needed to know and it's nothing planned I'm just like talking off the top of my head and to get right. that feedback from people like just kind of just spitballing things like it's an incredible feeling
0: yeah yeah it really is and i, I it's funny because people's st- statistically anyways people's biggest fear is speaking in public but people but people a lot of people's at least that i've talked to in and i've talked to a lot of marketers and entrepreneurs so i'm I, I I could certainly be biased here. My stats could be biased, but so many people also want to crush it in front of people. You know what I mean? So while it's a fear, it's a public speaking presenting as a big fear. It's also a big dream, right? It's a, it's a big dream to, to be able to crush it in front of people and get that positive feedback. And the cool thing about the internet, these platforms like TikTok or Facebook and YouTube is that you actually can do a lot, Zoom even, you can do a live presentation in the comfort of your home, in the safety of your own home, in the comfort and safety of of your domain, right? With your drinks and notes and whatever you have that's not in the camera. So you, it's not like you're standing on stage naked in front of everybody, right? Which is kind of how it can feel sometimes. You've actually got a little bit of protection, you know? You, you've, the camera's only on this part, and you've got your other notes and props. And so it's a beautiful, I think, presenting and speaking, guys and gals. Let me be real direct. Everybody who's listening, presenting, communicating. Warren Buffett said, and you can look this quote up, You can double your income over a lifetime by simply improving the skill of communication. What does that mean? Certainly written communication, right? Writing more clear. We write in terms of copywriting as marketers. So that's one example of how your income can skyrocket, right? Easily double if you master copywriting, but I mean, just good, clear, written communication but also verbal communication. How does what does that mean, Warren? Well, live streaming, shooting videos, being able to do Zooms, being able to communicate on camera now. We're in 2021, folks, and we just went through a pandemic and Zoom is now a household name and live streaming and doing all these things are the new normal. So uncomfortable? Yes, but necessary, I think so it's a great example of what he's talking about. I think that's conservative. You can make 50% more over a lifetime is the quote by mastering or just improving the skill of communication. Jacob, I don't guess that you would consider yourself a professional public speaker, but what comes up for you as you, as I'm talking about, you know, the what I just said with Warren Buffett and you actually improving your communication and getting outside of your comfort zone and communicating with people, you know, what comes up for you? I mean, I mean, communication is a big deal. It's a huge skill. And do you see yourself as working actively working on being, have you ever thought of it like that? Or talk to us a little bit about what comes up for you around the topic of improving the skill set of communicating.
1: Uh, Well, you remind me of the the high-income skill. It's one of the the modules in your 15-day challenge, sales and presenting. Um, Like Mm -hmm. a few months ago, I was struggling with um, making things work, not seeing the results I wanted to see as an affiliate. Um, So I was going back through the training, looking at those high-income skills like copywriting, um, sales and presenting, lead generation is the third one on there. Um, But looking into sales and presenting and just looking at my my own business, because that's what I do. I look at, you know, like structured training, and I try to apply it to my business and see if I'm lacking, see if I could improve on this. And I noticed pretty quickly, like I was definitely lacking on the sales and presenting aspect that communication. Um, And I realized like the biggest thing missing was those live streams, I looked around and see so many other people streaming so effectively and so consistently and they were just doing so much better than I was. And so I realized that's what I had to do. So I jumped into the stream, no real like plan. Like I said, I figured I'll figure it out as I go, which I've pretty much done and am still doing. Um, but once I started really communicating just in this, this transparent way, like exactly how I'm doing right now, um, yeah. I saw like massive improvement, like numbers across the board shot up, like in every particular, every possible metric. Um, so it's yeah. absolutely true. Like effective communication will definitely uh, dramatically increase your business as far as like earnings and really everything.
0: Yeah. And I do believe you have to find your groove in your own personality and sort of your own, as I call it, your own stick, right? Like, you know, you have to find your groove. It really, we we can all compare ourselves to others and try to sound like others and be like others but finding your own voice is really important what does that journey been like or look like for you
1: um so when i started promoting um on TikTok, like i did what most people do they scroll down the um the for you page they find other affiliates promoting the (laughs) similar or same products and they look at like their most popular videos and they kind of rip them off and replicate do the same videos (laughs) Um, And that's a good way to get started to kind of learn the basics of the app. It's like you have your training wheels on, um, but that's not going to you're not going to be able to build your own brand. You're not going to be able to really learn how to make good videos. You're not going to learn how to really communicate because you're just taking other people's words and other people's ideas. Um, That's a good way to get your foot in the door. But as you go, it is important to create your own identity, create your own words, you know, communicate your own original thoughts. Um, so that's been a journey for me, as it is for most people, you know, you start off with other people's ideas, even with affiliate programs, like they give you email scripts, you just copy and paste them. So you get that foundation. Um, and then you, what what I do, and I, you know, recommend all my audience and followers to do is start off with those email scripts that you get with any affiliate program, but then go through and rewrite them, put them in your own words. Um, so in that sense you kind of you know increase improve your copywriting skills improve your communication skills um but you shouldn't have to start off with a blank slate like that's what a lot of people struggle with they they're starting their affiliate marketing business and they have like a complete blank slate in front of them like where do i even begin like look they're given tools with just about any affiliate program they often will give you if they don't have a leaderboard to look to They'll give you the scripts. They usually give you like a landing page, like some sort of sales copy, like start with that and put that in your business, fill in the holes and then go through and then um, like put, your, put it in your own words and kind of adjust it as you go. And that's what I've been doing pretty much for the past like six months. Um, I started off with like other people's content, other people's words and emails and funnels. And I've slowly been just adjusting them to fit my own personal voice and my own personal style. But I never, yeah. I never started with a blank slate because that will,
0: that will keep you at a dead end for a while. Yeah, no, really well said. I, you know, I, I want everybody part of the vibe of this show is to inspire, but not be not, not overhype and, in and, and make it seem as if it's just, we'll do this and you're going to get instant results. And, if you if it's not happening for you, then something's wrong with you, right? That we want to be real. That's what I'm trying to say. We want to be real about expectations. So you're hearing Jacob say, "Live streaming changed the game for me. It was live just live streaming and going live on a platform like TikTok, which we're live here on Facebook, right? Right? So you can go live, kind of on most platforms nowadays. You can go live on uh, IG. You can go live. That's Instagram. You can go live." At least audio on t- on Twitter, uh, they kind of they kind of adopted the clubhouse thing. They're about to adopt live audio on Facebook as well, I think. But some people, Jacob, I know, have gone live and are going live and are not seeing a lot of growth. What what do you, how do you Approach going live. How do you prepare to go live in terms of like what are what are you talking about on live streams? How do you keep it interesting and engaging? And what have you found that that works the best?
1: Um, So a big thing I see a lot of people making this um, mistake, and I did this too when I started on live stream is they they have a really reactive approach when you need to have a proactive approach, you need to get on stream and like just start talking. And I would do this, I would get on stream, there'd be zero people in the room and I would just start talking, like just rattle off ideas in my head, maybe pull up my computer screen. Um, And that's what makes people join and actually sit in the stream. Because if you're just sitting there, like I see a lot of people on TikTok, I'll be scrolling for when I see the live streams people just sit there like with their arms crossed maybe on their computer they're not even looking at the camera and like there's nothing going on so like why would anybody join that room to watch you sit on your computer but if you're already talking you're already speaking um, even if there's no one in the room it'll get people in the room and then you have that audience Um, so you really do need to be proactive in that sense you need to lead Lead the room. Don't don't always ask for questions or wait for questions. Like definitely answer questions and respond to the room. But if you're waiting for the room to give you cues, then you're not going to get anywhere. You need to really kind of show people what's up. You need to start the conversation. You need to really you know set up set things up and make something happen before waiting for anyone else to come in. Um, so that's yeah. that's the room itself. Um, but it it even goes before that because to get people in your room and to get that traction, you do need to have actual like content on TikTok to you know invite people into the room. I've noticed that my for what I do now for my videos, like I say, I only post one video a day um, and I've been doing that for about a month now and it's I've had weird growth in the past month, um, but I keep my videos very short, sweet, to the point, like those classic like seven to 15 second long TikToks Like the content is honestly pretty. It's not for in depth. It's just basic, like catchy, almost flashy, not like crazy. I don't do like crazy, flashy income claims. I try to avoid that. Um, But just like quick, short, sweet to the point just to get people's attention. And those are the videos that go viral. And then you get the traction and that's what's going to get more people in your live stream. Um, So I, I find that works for me. Just like short, sweet videos. Um, even if it's just one video a day, that'll get you there. And then with the stream, just being proactive, like one of the best examples of this is Calvin Hill. I'm sure a lot of you have watched his streams. Like he commands a room of like hundreds of people and he doesn't wait for people to tell him what to do. He puts the camera on, he gets to work and he shows you what's going on. So I started adopting uh, that strategy, just really leading the room, not waiting for questions to tell me what to talk about, but just talking.
0: Yeah. Well, Lori Richardson said, I get distracted mid-sentence by comments asking something and then feel very disjointed in my speech patterns. And I think the comment stream can be a live streamer's worst enemy because especially if you're by yourself and you don't have a guest or somebody that you're interviewing or somebody that you're talking with, that that tends to be the person that you feel like you have to talk to and talk with. And so for me, one of the most annoying things when I'm watching a live stream and was is when somebody's talking and is in a stream of thought, and then somebody makes a comment, and they, they go down there and stop or interrupt the thought to go and respond to the comment or to even welcome somebody to the room. Like, hey, uh, so... Yesterday what I was doing was I was going around and I was putting signs on the corners because that's how I sell houses. Hey Br- Brad, welcome to the room. Hey Susan, welcome to the room. How you guys doing? So so where was I? Oh, okay. I was right that that kind of for me that 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 honestly drives me nuts when I'm watching a live stream. Mm-hmm. And and so if somebody starts doing that, you know, I'll almost I'll almost instantly go away. Cause it's just like the moment you do that, it's kind of like you lost me, right? Because my attention span is short, shorter than it ever has been. And, and the second that you, you stop like doing it strategically with a cliffhanger is very different than being sort of on your heels where you're so easily thrown off by people coming into the room. And it's almost like this reaction, like I'm talking and somebody's here. So I, I better acknowledge them. If I don't acknowledge them, they're going to leave. And it's actually the it's actually the opposite. Um, oftentimes, when you do acknowledge people, and and you, it's almost like sometimes people just want to be voyeurs, right? Like I, voyeurism, right? People have a desire to sort of watch without being called on. Sometimes, um, it's kind of like when, this is my opinion of of just human being, human nature it's kind of think about it like being in a classroom. Like sometimes the last thing you want to do is you want the teacher to call on you. If you're not raising your hand, if you're raising your hand, then, then you want to be called on, right? Clearly you want to be acknowledged, but if you're not raising your hand, if you're not saying, I want to be acknowledged and, in and, and she calls on you or he calls on you, then you, you feel embarrassed or you feel kind of singled out. Um, I think the same thing is true in live audiences. The same thing is true even on live streams. People have a desire to to want to be essentially an onlooker, fly on the wall, a voyeur, particularly in the beginning when they're warming up to what's going on because they're noncommittal at that point. They don't know whether they want to keep scrolling. So I think it's so important. You make an amazing point, both with Calvin, but also how you're doing that as well. I do it. I do the same thing on these shows. I'm, I may be browsing the comments or try, you know, I may, but I'm present. I'm moving. I'm talking. I'm not stopping. What's going on in the comments is, is honestly, oftentimes a distraction and not something that I am paying much attention to. Right. Right. Uh, Because I, I understand how that can throw listeners off and just make it difficult to, it's already difficult to follow somebody. I'm a little tangential and I bounce all over the place. But if I'm my normal bounce all over the place self, and I'm having 50 different conversations with people in the comments, I cannot tell you guys, if you're doing that, how difficult to track and kind of listen to that is and it has nothing to do with who you are it just has to do with the difficulty you want to make it easy and simple for people to listen to you jacob what comes up for you
1: um i mean that's that you're what you're talking about with not welcoming every single person in the room i definitely agree with that because i've been on the other side where i join a live stream and like i'm immediately called out like my name and i'm like okay hold on I just watching. I don't know if I want to be the center of attention here. Um, and like so for me, when I host my streams, I never I don't do any welcoming people because there's so many people who come in and leave like two seconds later anyway. It's not worth the time to be calling people out. I just stick to my script. You know, I see the, the the comment stream can definitely be distracting. I see it come in, but I don't answer every comment the second it comes in. I'll take a look at it. I'll make a mental note, but I'll make sure that I finish my train of thought with whatever I'm talking about first yeah. before I get to that. And I'm, I have a great audience. They're really patient. Sometimes it takes me 10 minutes to get to a question, but I tell them like, hey, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. And I go back through the questions. I scroll through and I make sure I go back and answer everything that everybody asked. So I get to everybody's questions, um, but I don't let it distract me. I don't let it I don't let it um like cut me off from finishing the last person's question or finish the train of thought that I was already on. So I think yeah. it's really important to have that, that mental organization of finish complete thoughts before you start tackling the comment section. So if, it, if that means like avoiding, don't even looking at it. Sometimes I yeah. do that. I just completely avoid it. And then I just get yeah. to it when I get a chance.
0: I would almost recommend that. I mean, very rarely, like, especially unless it's a paid training, I'm not even answering questions, man, you know, and I'm just, I'm being just straight up. There's, there's strategic reasons for that. There's also just, I don't know if you're a paid customer or not. Like, and so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time here asking questions. Like if you're a customer or something, then I'll, I'll ask questions, But the strategic part of that is, is that like there's an element of authority that you kind of give away when you, when you allow one of your viewers to kind of steal the direction of, of your presentation. And Mm -hmm. there is kind of a unspoken rule in like kind of sales where whoever's asking the questions kind of has control of the conversation, right? So, um, so, you know, because if I'm asking questions, I've got you sort of explaining yourself, right? So if the customer is sitting there asking questions and the salesperson's like sitting there explaining themselves, then, you know, the salesperson doesn't have a whole lot of control over the direction of the call. That's why when you're when you if you're a salesperson, the best thing for you to do is learn what questions to ask, right? So you can guide the conversation based on those questions And your customer is doing the talking and explaining. And in a sense, that will essentially kind of make them qualify themselves to you if you ask the right questions. This is not a sales training. We could go deep into that. But my point is, is that if you're doing a live stream and you're taking questions throughout the entire live stream, then what's happening is you're allowing your audience to maintain control of the live stream. So they're the ones who are driving the direction of the call and what people are looking for when they tune into a live stream. They're not looking for them. They they they're there to learn. They're there to get something from it. So they don't want to be in control, even though they're asking questions. Right. So and they don't know that by asking questions, they're not trying to take control of the call. So they're not doing anything wrong. It's just naturally the way that people interact with, with, with live streams and, and, you know, in social media content, you ask questions and comments, you make statements, you respond to things that the person said. So in a sense, the reason why I, what the, to recap and kind of tie this point together, the reason why I don't take questions on live streams is because I don't give up the control of the direction of where the live stream's going. By constantly asking questions. There's a setting for that. And for me, that setting is Mm -hmm. typically when somebody's bought something. And I'm doing, if I was an affiliate, I might do a bonus live training for anybody who's bought something from me once a week. To where I'll get on a Zoom or I'll get on some sort of a, a, a live stream. And I will answer your questions live if you're somebody who's bought something from me. But besides that, you guys... All of you who are listening have to sort of step into your best self and realize that they're there to learn from you and they're there to listen to you. And that's ultimately what they want you to do. They want you to speak. They want you to talk. They want you to teach. They want you to show them. And they don't want control of the conversation, right? They're just doing their thing in the comments. So don't feel obligated to respond and just do nothing but long form Q and A's because quite frankly, those are not very interesting. Most people don't ask very good questions anyways. So you end up spending two, five, 10 minutes answering uninteresting questions. And instead of just presenting something really valuable for 15 minutes and, and being done with it, I'm more experienced so I can go on for 30 to an hour every day plus I got a guest here, but if you're by yourself, it's better in my opinion, Jacob, to come on for 10 or 15 minutes with an awesome stream of consciousness, one complete thought, one like nice tip or something simple box together in one presentation, not a million different things that you're trying to talk about. And just, if you got to make them shorter, make them shorter, but don't just sit on endlessly and doing Q and A's. It, What's coming up for you? What, what's your response, or what's your opinion on what I'm talking about? And does that make sense to you?
1: Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Uh, you said a lot. So there's one thing you were talking about before about like providing Q and As only to paid customers. Um, and with TikTok, it's a tricky spot because a lot of the people in my audience are paid customers. A lot of the people yeah. in my live streams have invested in the products I'm promoting. And then the other half maybe haven't or they're thinking about it. And I don't know who's who with the TikTok names. Like there are these like half the people have like user 100 numbers. So I can't tell like who's a paid customer, who's not. So I really, I like to be open and take every question that comes. But of course I lead the room first. Like if I have something I'm talking about, I'll finish my whole train of thought before I get to those questions. And, you know, people don't like a boring Q&A where, you give these short answers. I see a lot of this happening where people will answer the question in like 10 seconds and then just wait for the next question. And like the way I do right. it, that has been working well for me is I'll take a question, I'll answer it, but then I'll go off on a tangent and I'll pull up my computer screen. I'll start giving examples. I'll yeah. you know take it to the next step and I'll turn that one simple like two word answer question into like a whole presentation. Um, sure. Cause I, I try to stay uh, live a while um, because that helps with the TikTok algorithm to being on live stream is going to yeah. push your videos out there. So like affiliate marketing, especially with like the model I'm using, like direct response funnel, email marketing, it's really yep. not that complicated. It's You can't do a two and a half hour presentation on it every day uh, without yeah. doing like going over the same kind of stuff. Sure. So I kind of just bounce back and forth into like it's kind of the same like 15 minute presentation where i go over like funnels email marketing and traffic and products and like value ladders and i kind of go over that same presentation probably a few times per stream and it's broken up with like little mini q a sessions Um, right but the whole time i'm really just kind of winging it um mostly getting it myself but letting the questions kind of sort of guide like what i'm talking about
0: and I think that's an excellent point and you're describing how, you know, how it, how it looks in real life. You know, something that I might throw out to you and others who are listening is to create some more exclusivity for those who buy through your links. So um, you can easily, if somebody signs up, have them forward you the email, the, the, um, the, uh, the, the sales receipt email Um, for whatever they purchased and you can add them to an exclusive list inside of your autoresponder to where each week you email out a zoom link Um, you guys can all get a zoom account i think you can have 100 people on a zoom account for free if i'm not mistaken Um, but uh, there's tons of different tools you can also add people into a facebook group it's a great way to get customers into a facebook group so, cause it's kind of like if I have a TikTok account and a Facebook group, group and they're both all free people, I might be saying the same thing, especially if I'm reposting content. So the way I might use a Facebook group as just an affiliate is all my free stuff's on TikTok. My Facebook group is for paid people. So that might be where I do my paid Q and A. And what that does is that gives me whether I'm putting them on an exclusive list once they become customers to where I they get invites to private coaching calls each week, or whether I'm adding them to a Facebook group, what I'm doing now is I'm creating exclusivity within my audience. So I'm dangling an additional carrot or bonus for them to buy through me to where they're going to get added to an exclusive list, which everybody loves to be on. I'm also then going to have a chance to be able to serve them at a higher level, to be able to also even tell them, come prepared with your questions to these coaching calls. And now I have one or two hours a week or three hours a week, whatever, to where I'm doing this one call for all paid customers. And I also know these are customers. So once I have them on the webinar, I have a chance to be able to make other offers to people who are already proven to buy. So it's also a great place to make other offers, whether it be for a course or coaching or something like that. So something for all of you guys to consider, right? Putting people on a bonus list or an exclusive list after they buy and then creating a a more private exclusive space to where you can serve them at a different level to where you can maybe take their questions or, I mean, do a lot of the same things you're already doing on TikTok just for those people only um anyways just an idea jacob uh sometimes it makes sense for you to do inside of your business sometimes it doesn't but those are some of the things that i've done over the years that have helped me to drive more sales because i'm offering bonuses that would be considered a bonus right um and i could also even create time deadlines to where you know once a month or twice a month i run if you buy through my link in this week, I'm gonna add you to my exclusive private list, my exclusive private Facebook group, my private coaching calls, etc. Um, those are some of the ways that I've drove more sales as an affiliate over the years by by creating these kind of different spaces based on whether you're a customer, or a non-customer, and and um adding you to different lists and and so forth. So uh food for thought, apply, swipe and deploy at will if it makes sense for you guys. And if you're doing something that's already working, folks, then there's no need to deviate from that. Keep doing more of that. I see a lot of people, Jacob, who get results and they say, what's everybody's opinion? And I'm just like, do more of what's working. You know what I mean? Uh, so clearly what you're doing is working, right? So do more of it and and then make small tweaks and improvements as you go to see if it helps to make things better. Um if somebody was, any thoughts on that? Because I'm, I'd am i like to move on and bring this this conversation in for a landing so we can let you get back to your, your business and back to your daily schedule. And then maybe we could uh, schedule a part two with you at a later date.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. Um, but I mean, just going off the last thing you said, those minors, I mean, that's been my whole journey for the last probably six months I've been doing this. You know, people talk about like, And i always preach this everybody says this you have to stay consistent you got to keep showing up every day but it's important to keep in mind the definition of insanity doing the same things over and over again expecting different results if you're showing up consistently every day but what you're doing isn't working then you need to make an adjustment to that you need to fix it do something different just because you're showing up every day doesn't mean you're doing it right if you're doing the wrong things um you know, it took me a little while to kind of get the hang of that where I was doing the same thing for like four weeks at a time, not seeing great results. And then I realized like, I need to really dramatically change my strategy. And I've just been doing that for the past few months, really doing it um, in shorter increments than four weeks, cause that's a long time to uh, reflect, but like every week I would just look at what I've done over the past week, look at my numbers, like my views on TikTok, like my opt-in rates on my emails. Um, the open rates, like just look at everything, look how it's going. And then if it needs to be improved, which it always can be, you just make those adjustments where they're most desperately needed. Um, but just little tweaks over time is going to leave you with a very optimized business, a, a well oiled machine.
0: And one tweak at a time is always what I recommend. Don't make a bunch of huge changes. I, I see people, I see affiliates all the time, and they they have something that's working. I've, I've, I've been, been observing a couple of affiliates, even within our community, who are just absolutely crushing it. And then they just make a 180-degree turn and just do something totally different or go promoting something totally different or, um, and it's just like, Oh, you know, everybody's got to learn on their own and I'm not here to manage anybody's business, but it's just one small tweak at a time in, in parts of my career when I was inconsistent in indecisive, uh, I would switch things up dramatically, like a bunch of stuff, like every few months and i mean it drove my wife crazy because it was an it was sort of this i had this kind of like i had this this inconsistent uh kind of energy um where i was like throwing spaghetti at the wall trying to see what stick but also man it would just kill momentum that i have and part of if you we look at all the great businesses they've been doing the same thing for years with minor tweaks you look at mcdonald's they're still doing the same thing that they did back when they started coca-cola they're still selling the same soda it's it's maybe with a different design on the can disney's still doing the same thing just with maybe tweaks in the in the theme parks additional things that are added you look at all the great businesses, Chipotle. I love restaurants, for example, Five Guys. You go in and they've got the same core food, the same core process. You know what to expect. They might make small tweaks, but they're not completely changing. Five Guys tomorrow is not coming out and saying, all right, guys, we are now a taco business. We're going to try that for six months and see if you guys like it better. Right? They're, they're sticking with what works. And I, I, I can't stress that enough. What you just said is so important, making small tweaks, one tweak at a time, seeing if it improves or hurts, and if it improves, stick with it and then test something else. Great point and one to really put in your back pocket, everybody, and listen, listen to and remember. Um, if somebody was based on your experience, sitting at one of our checkout pages or kind of on the fence, they're watching this live stream about legendary and kind of where really they can take their life from this training and this community and this platform, um, both learning from the training, but also learning from others. Could you talk a little bit about how it's just in a nutshell impacted your life and, and the potential that it has to change somebody else's as well?
1: Um, I mean, as far as potential goes, like this, uh, this program, this company has given me the opportunity to completely quit my job. So I'm full online right now. And now I feel like I really have the ability to take my business wherever I want. Like for the past few months, I've really just been kind of focused on TikTok, which takes about two to three hours a day and then working full time. But I just quit that. So now I still only have to work like two to three hours a day. keep this machine running. And now I, I have the freedom to do really anything else I want to do. Like my next um, project I want to tackle is getting into starting a YouTube channel, start making like better videos. Cause I have a channel, I have like 100 subscribers, it's pretty small. Um, but that's like a long term goal I want to have is to have a, you know, a good YouTube channel for that digital asset. But working full time, like I honestly didn't have the time to do something like that. It's like a huge thing to tackle. Um, but with this business, like this simple affiliate marketing business, this i like I've tried all the other businesses out there. I've gotten into drop shipping. I had an eBay store. I was doing print on demand. And like all of these things are great. They work, but you're not going to make a full-time income like any anytime quickly or like to be able to sustain it long term. Not like you could with this. So like this is really just I think the best opportunity to get into a full-time income online. Even if it's not what you want to do forever, I think it's the best place to just get started. And once you have it running, then you can take your business wherever you want to go. Um, So I'm not 100% sure where I'm going. Like I take things one step at a time and I kind of figure it out as I go. Um, I see a lot of people procrastinate and hold back because they don't really have a long-term plan. And that is important, don't get me wrong. But once you have the first step, once you know the first thing you should do, like you can't wait forever. You gotta just get started. And sometimes you gotta figure things out as you go. Um, Mm. So I don't know, like if you're thinking about getting started, I would just say like, if it's what you wanna do, just get started. And if you don't like it, then you live and learn, you try something else. But if you sit there and contemplate, you think, oh, maybe, and you're never gonna get anywhere. So sooner or later, you gotta just pull the plug and jump into something.
0: Yeah. Well, dude, you are a natural now. I I know it might've been uncomfortable and you've clearly pushed through that uncomfortability, but I mean, the value that you deliver, the value that you've delivered today, uh, it's, it's been a real pleasure to be a part of and, and watch. So keep, keep it up, bro. Keep growing, keep, um, learning. That'll obviously keep earning. Uh, but it's really, I'm really impressed that you've gone from, restaurants and serving and in just kind of completely offline completely just behind the scenes to now um pushing yourself out out of your comfort zone applying what you've learned and, and taking it to the levels that you are it's it's really awesome so keep up the great work and i i can't wait to have you back and just continue to to grow with you brother
1: I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Like, if if you saw my content when I started, like, you probably wouldn't recognize what I'm putting out now. Like, this has really been a journey. Like, I was really, even when I was posting when I started, like, I was uncomfortable. You could probably tell by watching my videos, but I never let it hold me back. That's one thing I, you know, I'm proud about. I, even when I was uncomfortable, like filled with anxiety, I always showed up every day and just did the work I had to do. And eventually I got to the point where now I'm, I'm still a little uncomfortable, honestly, sometimes being online like this, but I'm much more comfortable than I was. And obviously things are working out well, so I feel great about it. I really appreciate everything you said though. Thank you so much for having me at the same time.
0: You're so welcome and it's so, it's so deserved brother. All right. So we'll do part two soon if you'd be willing. Okay.
1: Yeah. Sounds good. Absolutely.
0: All right, Jacob, be well, be safe, brother. Stay legendary
1: you as well thank you again bye dave
0: see you buddy all right my friends uh really really what a cool dude uh 860 affiliate on tiktok is his handle if you want to go check him out give him a follow clearly uh jacob's spending a lot of time um and is is live Quite a bit throughout most every day, he said six days a week. So somebody else to add to your network, somebody else to add to your mass, your online mastermind. Um, and somebody who clearly, uh, has taken our training, our, our ideas, our philosophies, turn them into his own and, and, and applied them in a way that is, is changed, has changed dramatically changed his life. Yet another incredible success story that, is they just they just keep coming, they just keep coming. I just keep showing up to the show every day, our team keeps lining up our clients and and customers our uh our affiliates who are uh you know part of our program here, and it's like, wow, I get to just sit back every day and just and just interact with you guys on this show live who are you know who have come through and and used what we've put out for you to use, uh, which is some training on how to fish, not just something to where we're giving you fish. And then you go out, you learn how to fish and, and you guys are catching fish. You guys are filling your boats up. Uh, and that's a really, really cool feeling. I got to just tell you from my standpoint, so everybody keep up the great work. I hope to have each and every one of you guys who hear this on the show. And, uh, that's my goal. Anybody who wants to be, I'd love to give you this platform and I'd love to celebrate your success with you. So we'll be back for one more episode this week, tomorrow, between now and then, you know what to do. Get the hell out of here and have a fantastic day. Be legendary and we'll see you tomorrow.